A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. When it was evening after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases, and he drove out many demons, not, permit not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, Everyone is looking for you. He told them, Let us go on to the nearby villages, that I may preach there also. For this purpose I have come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Today in our Gospel we hear about Simon's mother-in-law and as, as in-laws go, they're always somehow the kind of the butt of the joke, right? They're the ones that, <laughs> that we don't necessarily choose to love, but yet we have to love, right? <laughs> but in-laws include more than just this when we think of the spiritual life. Because indeed, in-laws are any that we don't necessarily choose to love, but we are called to love. So that includes those people in our lives that might just annoy us. Those people that just don't seem to get it or that we don't seem to jive with. Or even those who might despise us or hate us because of who we are and what it is that we say we believe. All of these people are also in-laws in a sense that we are called to love them because we are called to love even our enemies. So how are we doing in our endeavor to love? Well, as a measuring stick, we can look at the example of Jesus in our gospel today. We know, of course, that Jesus loves thinner, sinners and thanks be to God that he does for each one of our sakes. But consider also that Jesus loves these angelic beings that he created at the beginning of time, the demons. Those that he did create and those that he loves. We read in our gospel today that Jesus is going about, he's healing people, but he's also driving out demons. And we heard yesterday in our gospel, which precedes this one, that as the demons go out, they say, have you come to destroy us? Even while they can't be redeemed, they've made a permanent decision. They've elected to reject God and to hate him. No. Jesus does not choose to annihilate them because he does love them. He puts a stop and he destroys their reign of terror, 
but by their very existence is proof and indicates that God loves them. Because if God were to stop loving any being, they would cease to exist. So comparatively, we, and I can definitely speak for myself, I fall well short of that type of unconditional love. And it is us who are called to be the connection between God's love and all those throughout the world, our in-laws. We are called to be the disciples. We are called to be like Eli for Samuel because we know that God loves every single person, every being on earth. That's a fact. And so even though they might be in-laws, even though they might be lost or ailing, even though they might be unfamiliar with the Lord, like Samuel was in our first reading, we hear, everyone is looking for you, Jesus. So we must love greater than we do right now. Everyone that we don't necessarily choose but are called to love. Because if God can and still loves demons, how much more so should we love our in-laws? Should we love each and every one of our fellow men?